Oh, sorry. Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the bracha of Hatova Meitiv, bracha that's made uh, if many different conditions are met uh, when multiple uh, bottles of wine are being uh, consumed. So we had been in the middle of our discussion uh, regarding the need not only to have uh, multiple people present when uh, the wine is being consumed, but also that uh, all the people present uh, should, or at least more than one person present, should have uh, ownership or partnership within uh, both bottles of wine. And we were going through the Ba'er Heitev trying to understand uh, the requirement, we started with an opinion of the Mordechai who said that uh, if you have a guest, because the guest doesn't own the wine, he can't make the bracha of Hatov v'hametiv because he doesn't really, he's not really a beneficiary of the bracha from Hashem, of the blessing from Hashem. It's really coming via the balabait from the, uh, the owner of the house. So therefore, he couldn't make the bracha. We quoted others who said that, no, maybe he can't say it, but the balabait could say it. And then we saw others that said, no, maybe even he, uh, even the Balabai can't make it. So all sorts of different opinions. We noted that uh, the Magen Abraham who says that even the Balabai wouldn't be able to make it is the opinion that the Mishtabura has aligned himself with. And therefore, maybe we should uh, stay away. Just one last uh, opinion that's brought down in the, maybe two, uh, two last opinions brought down by the by Er Tev. Uh, and this is sort of where we left off this morning. He says, if the balabait, the owner of the house, puts out the bottles of wine uh, on the table, sort of as you know, anyone can come and partake, similar to what they would do at these uh, larger parties. So then, kulan shavin tovam So at that point, there's enough as if ownership within those bottles or partnership within those bottles because anyone can come and pour for themselves. So that would be enough that we would allow even a guest to make the bracha of hatovam metiv or even allow for someone to make a bracha when you have a owner of the house and guest uh, relationship because at that point they have the ability to take from that wine. And then similarly he quotes later on from the uh, Sefer Perach Shoshan. I don't know how many of those you know, uh, this probably is the only one that I know, and I don't know that I know it, I just read it recently, but he says, He really argues with the opinion of the Magin Abraham, who says that if you just have the owner of the house and a guest, that the bracha could not be made by either of them. So the Perach Shoshan doesn't like that. He says that no, really a guest could go ahead and he would be able to make that bracha, or the Balabai would be able to make the bracha. doesn't make a difference that the blessing is not coming directly from Hashem to him, it's coming via the it doesn't make a difference, he would be able to do so. Similarly, it doesn't make a difference, either one of them can make the bracha. He says, I've seen situations with guests that the bracha was made. And he continues, right? What's the reason? Why is it that the bracha should be able to be made? Why? Because when you're a guest, it's as though the owner is saying, well, you can have as much wine as you'd like, right? Assuming the, the balabai at the uh, owner of the house isn't uh, a miser and he isn't saying, well, you could have whatever I give you, but nothing more, right? It's assumed that when you're a guest at the table, you could uh, partake as much as you'd like and therefore they should be able to make the bracha. So what do we do now? We have all these different opinions, right? Some that seem to indicate you have to have ownership in the bottle of wine. Everyone has to have a partnership where the bracha cannot be made. And others that say, no, the bracha could be made. So what do we do? So he says, in order to remove any situations of doubt, so he says, what we should do is we should just make sure that we make an official statement, right? The Balabayit says to the Oreach, I want you to know that this wine, you're allowed to have it. 
And by doing so, we fulfill all the different obligations in this matter, right, where now he has some ownership, he has some partnership in the wine, and we've created a situation where everyone agrees you can make that bracha. And in fact, Mr. Shabruah says similarly, he says that typically if you just have a guest in a balabait, the bracha would not be able to be made. He says, unless he places it on the table, and at that point, if he says anyone can go ahead and drink from this bottle, he tells the guest, you're allowed to drink as much as you want. So then, at that point, it's as though they are partners within this wine. That you would be able to go ahead and to eat. So what, what seems to be the concern here? The concern is, and again, obviously, dynamics probably have changed a little bit over the years, but the question is, at what, what, what sort of status does the guest have when he's sitting at my table? Does he have permission to just go and take whatever he wants? Or does the Balabai have to give him official permission? That seems to be the dispute. So if you think that he needs official permission, so then the bracha would not be able to be made unless I went ahead and I said, you are allowed to drink as much as you want, then they could say the bracha of Hatov The others assume that, no, when you have a guest at the table, the assumption is that he could drink whatever he wants. I'm sure you have some friends where like, you would feel comfortable like, going into their fridge without asking, and other friends where maybe not, right? Maybe you have some friends who you would allow to take from your fridge without asking. Others, you'd slap them in the face if they took... No, you don't have to tell me who is who, right? right? Right, but you have different relationships. That seems to be the status, and that helps us with one other area. One of the things that we said is that there have to be other people present. They have to have ownership in the wine. And we said one of the other people present uh, that you can rely on in order to allow for this bracha are your wife and your children. That would be enough. So do they have ownership in the wine? Like, halakhically, they probably do not, right? We would assume that everything is owned by the husband. I know that's not very popular, but that's how we would see it halakhically. So the Mishaburah just adds, he says, Right, when it comes to your wife and your children, because I have the obligation to make sure that they are fed, so then it's as though they have a partnership within this wine. Meaning, right, going back to the distinction we just made, your wife and your children are allowed to go into the fridge whenever they want, right? And they're allowed to go into the pantry whenever they want. So they're allowed to drink the wine, hopefully the kids not so much, whenever they want, and therefore the bracha of hatov ametiv could be said. When it comes to the guests, we seem to have a little bit of a dispute. So what we just need to do is make the official announcement. Hello, Mr. Guest. Thank you for coming. You can partake of all the wine as much as you'd like. And at that point, we would be able to make the bracha of I know it sounds convoluted, and it's not difficult. It's not difficult to create that sort of situation. But what's crazy is that we do have to articulate it. And if we don't, we might not be able to make the bracha. Yes, sir. So this seems to be a fundamental machloka between me and Dr. Barshain, right? So Dr. Barshain's opinion is we should go out of our way, bend over backwards in order to make the bracha. My opinion is it seems maybe not that way from the sources. And the reason for that, I'll just give you one example that we saw earlier. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, right? We talked about, let's say I have two bottles of wine, one which is better quality, one which is lower quality. So we said that if I'm going to make the bracha of hatov ametiv, my second bottle has to be of equal or better quality. Right? So now, let's say they bring them both to the table. So which, bracha, uh, which bottle should I make the bracha of Borei Priyagefen on? So we said it's better to make the Borei Priyagefen on the better bottle, even though that would preclude you from then saying the bracha of Atov which indicates to us right, that Atov is situational. If you're in the situation and our 1,500 different conditions are met, so then you go ahead and make the bracha, but not necessarily go out of your way to make that bracha. So it seems to be whatever, but again, you don't lose by making that bracha, but it, maybe that ties into this as well. Are we going out of our way to make the bracha or not? Yes. Man, we're going late. Yeah.
toe for me and make tea for other people. So if you only give him one glass and it's a personal glass, then how does he make tea to other people? He has no shoot up loot in the wine that's going to go to other people. Well, it seems like, right, it seems it's more about that Hashem is tov to me, the Balabite, and metiv to someone else, okay, right? now the guest is making the wine. Now the guest is making on the, the glass that he owes, right? You've given him one glass, you poured one glass, right? You've given him one glass. So the guest now owns one glass, so he's going to say, God is good to me, no, but what we, we have created a situation where we see that Hashem is good to one person and to another. So even though he may not be able to pass that along, I think it would still be good to go. Okay, I know it's almost Shkia, so we gotta. All right, we'll continue. Gotta keep coming back tomorrow.